Hello and thank you for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Before we start the show tonight, we wanted to give everybody a word of warning that each episode produced by Movie Guys Podcast is for a mature audience. You have been warned. Also, all of our reviews are spoiler-filled, so if you have not seen the film that we're going to talk about tonight... Turn off the show and come back when you're ready to listen. Thank you so much for downloading, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. And tonight we're talking about all four of the original Rambo movies. We're going to be leading up to our review next week of Rambo Last Blood. I like that title. I am Jordan, and I'm joined here, like always, with Eric and best friend Ryan. Eric, how the hell are you doing? I, I'm, uh, I'm out for blood. I guess they could. No, that was a there horrible one. No, that was good. There's was so good much. That there's. How do you have a first blood part two? Uh, that's a good question. Hopefully, Ryan can answer. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You just gotta find a place to belong. It's like, but it seems like it's it counter like the the title itself. First part two. You know, it's just. I was reading. I was reading. Um, fun facts for uh, Rambo three, which I know we're probably gonna talk about the titles. Um, Rambo three was originally called. Um, Full circle, last or final blood, or something like that. With, with this movie being called Last Blood, are we to assume, or the next one coming out, Last Blood, are we to assume that this is the end of Rambo? Yes. Oh, absolutely. You, you, you know this. Well, they said like Rocky was supposed to end a few times too, but it has. I mean, like. Rocky Five was not called Rocky Five: The Last Punch. It was just called Rocky Five, and then Rocky Balboa came out, and then there's no more Rocky movies, and now they're doing the Creed storyline. So they could do the same thing with Rambo. You know, Rambo and Last Blood next week has a long lost son, uh, a cousin, some sort of relative, and that person's going to take on the mantle of Rambo. They could, but it's this is the last. His daughter. These are these are very progressive movies, Jordan. It's going to be his daughter to take well, up the mantle of Rambo. Wait, is it the 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 person that he's saving is her, like a niece or something, right? Is it not, is not the daughter? That's what I'm assuming because there were two different plots about that movie that came out before we talk about the other ones. But the plots that I read, um, the 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 first plot is not at all what the movie was, and it's the movie that I wanted. And the original script for Last Blood was supposed to be um, the sheriff in the first movie, his son get uh, has a team of mercenaries, and they are seeking out Rambo for revenge of what he did originally in the first movie. They find him on a farm in Kansas, and it's pretty much a remake of First Blood at that point. That's not the movie that we're going to get. The movie that we're going to get is he has a niece – and this is the first time Rambo comes back to the States uh, since the first movie. And uh, his niece gets date raped and he beats up these punk gangsters. And then the gangsters find out where he lives and attacks him on his farm. That's the movie we're going to get next week. Very John Wick. 
I, I it's almost the way that it, it's going to be presented. I think this is going to be like Rambo movies meets Home Alone. Ooh, and, nice. And I'm kind of down for that. Now, uh, refresh Ryan, refreshing uh, my memory of all these Rambo movies because. Again, when a movie goes over four movies, it's it's kind of hard to they all kind of blur blur together. You know what I mean? Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah. So, in this area, I, I was I was reminded though that the 2008 release of Rambo was the bloodiest by far. Yes, yes, it was. It is over the top, gratuitous in its violence. That might be the only. Uh, attractive quality i found in the movie because it's uh, is that what you want in these in these movies no yes. I mean, so there's a weird and <laughs> there's a weird evolution because i've seen before this week before we uh decided to do this episode i had only seen first blood that was the only rambo movie i'd ever seen um i sat down and i watched rambo first blood part two and then I watched Rambo 3, and then Rambo today. And there's a weird progression because the first movie is supposed to be like this kind of psychological examination of, like, the forgotten warriors, you know, where this guy was tortured in Vietnam where he, you know, served for this country, comes back, and he's... He's spat on and he's treated like um, he's a criminal because um, they think he's a vagrant. And he, <laughs> he, when he gets mistreated in the jail, he has a flashback to being tortured as a prisoner of war in Vietnam, and that's what sets the whole escape and uh, you know running into the woods thing and him like reliving his encounters in Vietnam. He doesn't actually kill anyone in the first movie. Um, he does set the, like the, he does rig, uh, some of the buildings in the downtown area of that town and blow stuff up. But then like when his commander tells him it's, you know, enough's enough, you know, we're shutting it down. It's over. He like cries and breaks down and has, you know, he has a break because he's, he's, he's still scarred by the history of Vietnam. Mm. And then in the very next movie, they get him out of prison they send him back to Vietnam to rescue POWs from Vietnamese people who did the same thing to him, and he's totally fine. Totally fine. Oh, yeah. And the third one, they send him into Afghanistan, which is funny in hindsight, like funny, sad in hindsight, um, to go help uh, the people that I do believe will eventually become the Taliban, stave off Russia, and he's totally fine. He gets shot in the fucking rib or the side and just cauterizes it with a bullet with gunpowder. And he's totally cool. And then, like, the fourth one, he just murders everybody in his path that's not white. It's incredible. <laughs> so, uh, this, these, as ridiculous as the uh, these movies are, it has set a... a an iconic rolling character for action movies, right? I mean, like this is everybody knows Rambo without even uh, seeing Rambo. Like it, the name itself is synonymous with action movies, right? Kind of like your Terminators or your Schwarzeneggers. You have Sly coming out here and playing the uh, the fantastically uh, uh, red 
headbanded uh, hero, right? Oh, he is ripped. He is ripped in the in the second, third, yeah, second and third movie. Well, the I maybe you will agree or disagree. I think the real hero in this movie is, of course, the hairstylist. That's true. Uh, That's very true. His, he his locks are flowing, and they're, they're long, they're luscious, and uh, always glistening. Got the soul glow. Uh, really just is representing very well. So, Do you think that helps with his camouflage? <laughs> that, I, I think it helps deflect bullets. You know, the, the sheen off of that is so slick in the oil that it, you know... Oh, you, maybe, yeah. Maybe uh, maybe you can use it to, uh, for the sun's rays to bounce off and help him blind. Now, my first introduction to Rambo was through my dad, and he didn't show me Rambo. The first movie that I could see that was ever close to Rambo was Hot Shots Part Deux. Wonderful, wonderful movie. And I didn't know that was a sequel. You know, it was just Hot Shots Part Deux. And it's pretty much Rambo 2 and 3 combined. And I laughed, and I had a great time with it. My dad, like, you like those movies? I was like, yeah, it was pretty funny. He was like, well, let me show you what this is, This what, what the real movie is about. And he shows me First Blood. Stop with, with that laughing, boy. Time for right? Time. So I remember he shows me first blood and I freak out when Sly freaks out uh, in the, in the, in the, uh, in the uh, jail scene, because I'm just like, this is not hot shots part two. I don't want to watch this. Like this was, I was probably 10 years yeah, old. There's, there's no, so, there's no chicken bow and arrow, right? Yeah. Uh, but watching, but I actually own uh, the uh, first blood on Blu-ray. So I got a chance to watch it recently here for our review and, I really enjoy First Blood. I I I agree with uh, with uh, with Ryan. It's 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 a very not it's, First Blood is not a great film, but it's a very good late seventies, early eighties uh, opinion about Vietnam and how we as Americans treated him. Because he was just a drifter, really. He just went to go see his buddy, finds out his buddy dies, and all of a sudden the sheriff starts pissing on his parade. You know, I mean, like, so I, the first movie I thought was great. Two is okay, but three's when they jump the shark. He fights an Apache helicopter at the but, end. But this might be the the times because I I, I feel like uh, um, and same thing goes for like for like a, a lot of those movies, whether it be like a Superman or whether it be like Death Wish, where like I I feel because because all three of those movies, whether it be Rambo, uh, Superman, and Death Wish, I think we're we're right around that same that seemed like late 70s, early 80s uh, time, Mark, when they were created, right? And movies around that time, I think, still, uh, for the most part, wanted to keep some uh, honor to it, I, I guess. And so the, the story that they were trying to film had to have, you know, be complete. It, it couldn't have be uh, straight up ridiculous just because that's just silly. And if it was silly, then it would be a comedy movie. So these these movies for the first parts of them are are great, but then after a while you could see just like the studios getting lower and lower, and they're just like, yeah, sure, just we, uh, we don't have time in the budget to explain story here. We got two shots, we got to pick one of them, and then we just got to move on to the next because the budget allows it type of thing. So you have the further down these franchise, the introduction of the cheesy Saturday. You know, basically the, the cheesy Saturday movie, right? Like, right. So, I mean, I, what what happened in the historical? So, historical context: 
for what Eric is is uh, talking about. You had the Cineplex revolution in America in like 1984 and 85, where instead of it being, you know, one screen theaters in a town, you would have these multiplexes where they had, you know, 12 screens. They could show, you know, six movies, seven movies at a time. And that's when weekend box office um, started becoming bigger and bigger. And you, you were making more money quickly because now you had more screens to show it on. Um, I think Back to the Future is the first first movie to really like take advantage of of to get like its success from that strategy because you would open instead of opening in like 300 theaters because you have to you know you'd have to send it to like four states in the Midwest you know and all that stuff you could show it all over the country all at once and you could be in two like you know 1500 2000 screens all in the same day mm. um, Rambo two. Uh, came out in 85 which is right at the peak and then uh rambo 3 is in 88 when it's in full swing and the thing is why why the movies get dumber and dumber is because now they realize oh shit we can make we can make more of our money up front because now we're opening it wider we don't have to worry about losing money to the theater so they're just gearing it towards making the biggest making the biggest opening weekend they can get whether you know but longevity is not a concern anymore at that point yeah because vhs tapes although they were out cost hundreds of dollars to own an actual vhs in the mid 80s so having a movie like this comes out there is no longevity there is no such thing as video shelf life right so yeah and it could be like it could be like a year year and a half before it came out on vhs now it's three months. Oh yeah, digital. Kind of like a uh, yeah a uh, um, a sprint rather than a than a marathon mentality there, huh? Mm-hmm. But this franchise just jumps the shark very quickly. I mean, when you get a franchise that has multiple sequels, you know, traditionally, like you know, the first three kind of stick in with the same realm of each other. But when you pass three and go into four, that's when stuff gets batshit crazy, right? It's like but you get First Blood, which is a very serious drama about a guy who goes crazy because of his memories of Vietnam. And then part two, it's it's going back to the jungle and being being tied to wired bed frames and being and being electrocuted. Like it it completely goes off the rails. These are the these are the montages, right? They kind of have like the uh, the the gritted teeth, closed eyes, and the hard fight. Into right. The, the the all right, Sylvester Stallone, look look like you're in pain. Look like it hurts, and keep going, hold it down, and good. That's that's my that's my think, impression of the director. I do think it is funny the the immediate progression it takes from being a self like a self contained story to this this town. It's in Washington, right, or Oregon? It's Washington. Um, small little town in Washington and him fighting with the local sheriff. So like it's anti-establishment, you know, already from the get go. But in the second one, it ratches it up to where he is essentially in the middle of a conflict where he is fighting off essentially the USSR. And that is such a giant leap to take from one movie to the next. And like, even in the third one, it's, it's even to like a higher degree because he's not like in the second one, he's saving POWs, 
But in the third one, he's saving a literal country. Yeah. I, I feel like it... Uh, um, at the same part, I feel like a lot of these ideas might be something that have already been taken from something else. Uh, whether it be that... Uh, uh, kind of against the sheriff, almost like a walking tall type of thing. Oh, good reference. That's a good reference. You know, um, or even... Uh, um, this new the last blood coming up almost like a like a taken type of thing yeah taken taken walking tall would be a good one you're right it's 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 crazy now ryan you said at the beginning of the show the title uh first blood part two because that's the title of number two right it's not rambo it's just first blood part two right no it's it's officially called rambo uh colon first blood part two and he did that. Uh, Stallone did that because he wanted to put. He wanted to make the name of the franchise Rambo. So then he could just call the third one Rambo Part uh, Rambo Part Three. Does Stallone? Stallone's not a writer or director of these movies, is he? Oh yeah, he's well. He not the first one, um, but he was. Yeah. I think he was a producer on the first one, and he wrote. Um, he rewrote, which I'm surprised you haven't brought up yet. But he rewrote James Cameron's draft. Of uh, Rambo of last of last blood first blood part two, and then he also wrote um, part three and, and part four with a writing person. He only directed the fourth one, but he I mean at this point he was one of the he's one of the mega stars in Hollywood. So it's basically whatever he said. He was like Tom Cruise, like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise doesn't write or direct anything that he's in um, officially, but he is mo- usually the the first creative. Per, like the the most important creative person on on the set for that film. Yeah, no, I mean, I was gonna bring that up, but yeah, James Cameron was was hired to write the script for uh, part two. I'm sure his script is totally fucking different than what we got. Yeah, uh, I was reading um, about it, and there's a um, a wisecracking sidekick, and it was originally proposed um, it was gonna be John Travolta. That's who. Um, uh, <laughs> George Cosmatis, the guy who directed the movie, that's who he originally picked. Then Stone, Stallone was like, no, let's not do that. We, I don't need a sidekick. Um, another thing I read said that he nixed the idea of the sidekick because he didn't want to share a lot of screen time, and he also thought the sidekick got all the better lines. That, that, uh, I mean... I yeah, would listen, agree with sometimes him. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. That, right? I, I mean, Rambo doesn't need a sidekick. No, he doesn't. He doesn't need a love interest either, but they gave him one in the second movie anyways. Not in this movie. In the second movie. But she was like a Bond girl. You know? I mean, she she was nothing come to the third one, right? So. You're saying that she no, was she... Uh, expendable? There you go. She oh, actually one? does play kind of a part in the third one because he wears her lucky necklace and he gives it to that one Afghan kid. Yeah, he does. So the memory the stays Afghan. alive. The memory does stay alive. Part four uh, is batshit crazy. Um, my brother moved up here. Uh, this was in his first year moving up here. and This was in 2009, 2010. And there was a huge tornado warning that summer. And it was one of the worst storms I've ever seen. And uh, my mom had a basement, so we had no place to go but to go to her basement. And uh, before we went there, my I was like, let's rent a really 
shitty fucking movie. And my brother worked at movie movie gallery at the time before they closed. So he he brought over Rambo Part Four. I was like, oh god, there's a Part Four, and wow. I mean, the scene that made me go, this is crazy, is when they had a bunch of prisoners, and they had like a little sloppy yeah. marsh okay. area, and they threw land. You're cool. And they said, okay, run across. If you survive. That. <laughs> I only heard like part of what you're saying. Yeah, like every got, time, I think, I think we got some of that. Yeah, I got the gist. What, so, what, are you asking if what, the, what we thought what? of the game they play with the prisoners? Your your connection is bad, but yeah, yeah. Like you're cutting out almost as soon as you start talking. It's kind of funny because, like, it, it at a certain point it was like rhythmically cutting in and out, so it sounded like you were singing. Because every time it would cut out, your pitch would go higher. Okay. You need to go first blood in your cable company. There you go. It's never enough. <laughs> That's what he spits out at the end of the first movie. Everyone, if you weren't aware. So, what was your question, Jordan? I was just asking what you guys thought of the game. The, the game. The it took me. Played. It took me a second to figure out what they were doing. Um, I did. I mean, I think it is kind of a pretty like stupidly fun way to show that your villains are the villains. Um, because it happens right at the beginning of the movie. Uh, and you get like I'm pretty right. I'm pretty sure that first scene is where you get your 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 tone setter for the gratuitous violence that we're about to experience. Uh, ultra violence. Well, yeah, because of the movie doesn't he uh, doesn't he shoot their heads off with like this huge gun mounted oh, to yeah. the? It's like a fucking ten minute, five ten minute sequence. He he starts it by shooting a dude point blank in the face with the Gatlin gun, and then he just starts blowing off body parts on other people. Yeah, I thought Saber Pride Ryan was bloody. This is that one. That one was pretty violent. Has there been a bloodier movie? Yeah. Uh, uh, Passion of the Christ, uh, Saving Private Ryan, The Th- Th- Red Line. I wonder if right. it holds... I know the movie, there, the movie, if I recall correctly, I don't know if it still has the record. Um, there's this movie by Peter Jackson you guys have probably seen from the early 90s called Dead Alive. It's, um, it's also called Brain Dead yep. in other regions. If I recall, I'm not sure if that still holds the record, but it did set the record for most fake blood used on a movie set. Uh, and it's specifically, uh, specifically for that scene where he's killing all the um, zombies with the lawnmower. Nice. Okay. One of my favorite uh, scenes in cinema history. Um, but yeah, so technically, I think there's a bloodier movie, but just not this kind of bloody. I'm sure there's, well, there's got to be a lot more. I mean, I'm sure there's bloodier movies, but um, yeah, but this is more of your like your realistic bloody, right? This is something that could happen, kind of look. Well, oh what, yeah. What was yeah? What was different about the the bloodiness in this type of movie? In this movie, well, this movie made it more. I mean, this movie was realistic. 
if you forget my quotations here, you know, it, it wasn't a uh, lawnmower mowing over zombies. This was a guy with a Gatling gun shooting over the Viet Cong or whatever. Who was the bad guys in the, in the fourth movie? That was the Vietnamese, was it? Doesn't matter. Anyway. The fourth movie, it's Burma. They're in Burma. 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 Thank you. So, I mean, it was, it's more realistic. I mean, what makes movies like Saving Private Ryan so bloody is because, A, it, some of those scenes actually happened, right? So it's like, you know, like the storming of Normandy and D-Day and everything. So, like, it makes it more where, you know, fantasy is totally different. But, I mean, like, right? that, that's, that's source material, you know? I mean, like you, you can, can ask many people uh, uh, who encounter that sort of thing in front of Ryan and be like, well, how close to, to accurate is this? Uh, whereas Rambo, like, who do you, you know, Sergeant York? You know, like, who's the clearest, the closest person that you'd have to that? Right. I I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I'm I'm really excited to talk about Last Blood for next week. Uh, I'm excited to see what they're going to take this. I hope it's Fast and Furious 8 territory. I hope it gets crazy. I think it's going to try, they're going to try to be like a Taken meets uh, Wolverine meets... Um, uh, Home Alone, and yeah, uh, no, that's I'm why I hope curious to see how it's gonna how it's gonna go. Because I again, I, I think that Wolverine actually uh, was pretty uh, bloody as well too, and this might be a good, um, you know, that that grit theme that it's, it's trying to go for a bit more, right? Yeah, I'm really excited, Ryan. Are you interested to see what's gonna happen? Well, you're not gonna be here, but I mean, like, are you interested to see what's gonna happen? No, no, not really. I haven't even seen a trailer for this movie. Like I knew it was, I knew it existed. I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't. You must not watch Hulu then, because this fucking trailer is 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 Hulu. It it is all over. Oh okay. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't uh, turned on the Hulu in a while. I've been, I've been uh, Netflixing, going through Stranger Things for the third time. So yeah, no, it. These Rambo movies are not, they are not my taste. Um, they're just cartoons. I mean, aside from the first one, they're just cartoons. That's the best way I can I mean, explain I mean, it. I mean, the second one was not that bad, though, right? I mean, the third uh, it, one is where it jumped completely, though. Well, see, the third one's where it started. Like, so this, the first one is good. It, it's a good movie. Objectively, it's a good movie. Subjectively, I like the beginning. And I like the end, the bit in the forest, not my taste. Um, but like the second one is, it's sort of like, it's sort of like the Rocky, it kind of mirrors the Rocky series, I think in a way, where the first Rocky, it's a Stone Cold classic, it's hard to argue that it's not objectively a great movie. Um, the second one, the second one is good, all right? It's not great, but it does enough to retain the feeling and the tone of the first movie where you still think that it's good. The third one is a bad movie. It's poorly written. It's poorly acted. It's poorly executed. The fourth movie is so fucking ridiculous that it, it goes full circle and becomes good again. And then we're not going to talk about the fifth one because it's bullshit. Um, so, like, Rambo 1, objectively, good movie. Rambo 2... Is a combination of Rocky two and three. It has parts that are good, but most of it's just fucking bad. 
And then you get uh, Rambo 3, which is so fucking ridiculous, it almost becomes good. It is so over-the-top, so cartoonish, and so just unbelievably ridiculous in its plot and the things that we see that it is a smidge away from being an actually entertaining, fun movie. And then the fourth one is just, if you love violence, you're probably going to cream yourself watching that movie every time. Yeah, you will. I would. That movie, Rambo 4, is you drink a beer with your friends and have a good time with. Eric, do you have any opinions on what Ryan just laid out for you, or are you good? <laughs> like, I don't think these types of movies, like the Rambo and the genres of it, um, really need to anything more. If anything, again, I would just say that this type of movie, I think, because of its success uh, of, of this one or of... Uh, Part two, I think, might have been the the I think is the highest, most successful of the of the bunch. I think is what I'm reading off of its Wikipedia Pedia page here, or Ramblepedia. Um, that Ramblewiki, I guess, would be the better way to put that. But I, I of, of because of this, I I think that we had a lot of other movies that were kind of trying to capture this feel and i appreciate that because this truly is a a one-of-a-kind kind of on its own you know movie that that set a genre for action so you had other okay do you guys remember a movie called solo in in a star wars story no no uh, uh that's star wars story this movie which is called solo is an action movie where they made a android a kind of a perfect soldier type of thing and he had a red bandana and everything too, and he made him. They tried to make him look like Michael Jordan type of thing, but he was supposed to be like this this covert killer, and go in there and, and just kind of uh, uh kill the stuff in in the jungle type of thing. But that's basically again. I'm just trying to say this movie spawned uh other movies kind of kind of like it. Oh, you know what? Now that this movie because of a solo. Star Wars story came out. I wonder if this movie was completely just fell off of the radar now. Hold on, solo action movie, 90s maybe. 90, oh, it's 96. Yes, called 19 Solo from 1996, starring uh, Mario Van Peebles. Wow, <laughs> Mario Van Peebles from Jaws: The Revenge. Yeah, so this is a. Uh, it was a good poll. I don't know if you've never, if you have not seen this movie, but uh, it's it's definitely not worth checking out. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, this a movie like this kind of you know was inspired by Rambo. You could definitely feel from watching that. I'm sure that there are many other movies that are just like it. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say. Is that no matter how uh, good or bad you may think that Rambo is, it has left an impression, and that's really all that matters. I think these movies are kind of of their time, like maybe, you know, disregarding the fourth one. If you want to specifically look at two and three, I think they are that way because of the the era they came out in, because that's also the rise of Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger, and he was in some, you know, over-the-top nonsense as well at roughly that same time, and that was when, like, the you know Canon and Coral Co and all these smaller studios were producing these all these action movies with you know the rise of Van Damme, the rise of Lundgren, um, 
that one football player, Bosworth, Brian Bosworth. They tried to make him an action star because anyone that had muscles could be an action star. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, all the Van Dan movies around this time too. You're right. So we had like Universal Soldier in the early '90s. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a Vietnam shit movie as well. So like again, you know, movies movies kind of like it. Ridiculous. Well, everybody, we hope that you enjoyed our most recent discussion here of the Rambo series. This was a one-off, just preparing for Rambo Lacks Blood for next week. If you like this episode, please check us out at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com, on iTunes, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio. Just search for Movie Guys Podcast. We are the uh, logo with the uh, popcorn and the headphones around it. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening, and we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night.